Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. In this podcast, I include an interview that I did with my voice acting coach, Marissa Lanchek. You're going to love Marissa's voice. She is a fabulous voice actor, and she's got a great voice. It's just fun to listen to her. But I include this episode in Get Your Book Seen and Sold because we talk a lot about marketing. We talk about taking that next step, asking questions, keeping in touch with people, doing your networking, and how that can pay off to get you jobs. And it is absolutely relatable to book marketing. And we're not talking about the kind of networking where you're on social media, which is a great thing. It's really, and you can meet some fabulous people with social media, but this is more doing networking with media contacts, let's say, in the book marketing sphere. Marissa talks about how she, as a voice actor, had to go out there and get jobs. And she put herself out there. She made a list of different, I think she said it was radio stations in the area. And she sent them her demo and she told them what she was looking for. And they might not have even had a job open that she was specifically applying for, but she wanted to let them know that she was out there. And after years of doing that, you know, taking jobs, talking to people, letting them know what it is that she did, asking them if they knew anyone who needed her kind of voice acting talents, she has become a very successful voice actor. So I think you'll love the interview from that aspect of it. And just as an example of how I used what I had, which was, you know, taking these voice acting classes and then going back to my publisher and saying, hey, listen, I, I'm now a professional voice actor. I'd love to do narration for my own book. And what do you think? And them hooking me up and me actually being able to do it. And then going back to voice acting, the, the voice coaches, which is the company where I took the classes and saying, you know, hey, listen, I got this job. And what do you think? And all of a sudden, I'm doing this podcast interview with Marissa. So you see how it all works together. I uh, hope you like it. And uh, if you are considering voice acting, they did a fabulous job and they support their students all the way through, as Marissa says. Um, you'll hear that at the end of the interview. You can find more information about voice coaches at voicecoaches.com. And I thank them for allowing me to post an excerpt of the interview that I did with Marissa on their podcast called Voice Coaches Radio. And it was episode number 563, if you want to check out the full interview. Thanks so much. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I'm really good. Yeah. Nice to see you. I know. It's been a minute. My my coach, my big absolute 
Coach, hero. Hero. Okay, we're pushing it. We're pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everything you taught me worked. What can I tell you? I know, right? Well, um, yeah, I just, I want to talk about all that and like, you know, let let our podcast listeners kind of like get to know you um, a little bit. So um, are you cool to just jump right on in? Sure. All right. Well, let's let's do it then. Well, welcome to a brand new episode of Voice Coaches Radio here, um, you know, as we're entering a brand new year, which is just insane to me to think about that because it's uh, it's just about to happen. But um, I, I'm joined today by Claudine um, and I I need students to to know about you and, and the stuff that you've been up to because you did take the program. Um, you were just boosting my ego a second ago as we were starting here. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you've you already been up and running and, and getting some work and having some fun. And I know just when you popped on this morning, like clearly very excited. So like, let's just start with this, like give give some background about you and, and what got you to want to even do any of this stuff in the first place. I kind of put my hands on a whole bunch of things and see where they where they land. I was a kind of a stay-at-home mom who did a part-time accounting gig to keep the bills paid. And as my kids got older, I realized that accounting wasn't something that I really enjoyed doing anymore. And I, you know, kind of had the luxury to think about what I wanted to do. And, but at that time, when I I was doing some part-time accounting work, I decided to write this book called It Gets Easier and Other Lies We Tell New Mothers. Because I felt that motherhood was so hard and a shock to me, kind of. I really thought it would be easy, haha. And <laughs> I, it was so difficult. So I, I, I oh my gosh, I, I need to get some information. And I put it out there to every mother that I came in touch with. As you know, Marissa, I am not shy. Uh, right. <laughs> got all kinds of information. I thought I got to share this with other people because the information really did help. So I had this book, I wrote it, couldn't find a publisher, created a publishing company, published it myself. And then I, an agent decided that she could sell it to a, a publisher, wrote three more chapters. She sold it to a publisher, got it published um, traditionally. And, uh, and then that was great. I thought, okay, I had a little success with that book. That was terrific. And then I did some book marketing, enjoyed that. And then I kind of went back to the accounting. And um, But during that time that the book was selling, I was marketing the book. And one of the things that I did was a, was a radio interview. And I thought, oh, this is fun. I actually got down to go down to Philadelphia and 1060 Studios and um, actually, you know, see how that all goes and KYW Radio and loved it. And well, and I'll tell you this me. too, just for people that don't understand, like, you know, the way radio works, like Philly is a huge market. Like that's market, like that's in the top 15, I believe. So like, that's a big deal to get on a radio station and a market that size to, you know, basically sell yourself a bit, you know, and then what you've been doing and then, and your book. And I'm sure that was not only a lot of fun for you, but then it was also pretty exciting for the book too. It really was. And, and I was very persistent and, um, so, so it worked out, but I really loved, I really loved the radio. So I, you know, I was thinking about things a couple of years ago. I said, oh, you know what? I, I really do think I'd like to get back into radio. So I, I got with a local radio station, WDVR radio in Surgeonsville, New Jersey, and they are a not-for-profit, but full service radio station, 50 hosts. They all volunteer every kind of music you can imagine. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I want to try a talk show. So I started to do that. 
And, and again, cold, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I really enjoyed it. And then I thought, hey, you know, I might want to actually get some training on what I should be doing and how I should be doing this. Yeah. And yeah, I got the email saying that they were uh, voice coaches was offering this um, course. It was like, you know, twenty five dollars. We'll 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 actually listen to your voice and we will tell you if this is for you or not for you. And I thought this is perfect for me. This will help me make my decision. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then, and then we had you here and you, you know, you got matched up with me, uh, which was you know, just the smartest decision anybody could have made for somebody that's already playing around in radio. Right. Like, you know, it's right. like, you know, my background heavily in radio and I've had students that have been like, well, what does that have to do with voiceover? But, you know, I mean, you, you witnessed it firsthand as to how, how overlapping it all is. It's the same skills. You need the same stuff. I mean, you know, I always joke. It's like I, I started at this radio school and it's like the first things they taught me. It was like, hey, talk to your best friend and don't forget to smile. Like, you know, it's like those are the the key elements of any of this voice work that we do, you know, because it's like you got to be you and you got to be at least uh, sort of happy or at least bright, um, you know, to be engaging and all that. But and everybody's a little different with how they work with all that stuff. But, um, you know, it, it definitely correlates and overlaps and all those things. So, so, all right, well, the next steps here, you, you go through this program and, you know, we, you go ahead, you do the demo, we send you on your way. Now, when did you do the demo? Remind me. Oh gosh, uh, it was before the summer. So I, I want to say that April. long ago already. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I feel like I just talked to you. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I think I, I got the final, um, yeah, right before the summer, I want to say. Okay. And yeah. from there, what were your steps? Like, what did you do? What's been happening? Fill us in. Yes. So um, and I have to say, like, when you take the class, um, Marissa was so forthcoming with her experience and willing to answer my myriad of questions, you know, because I had a lot of questions and I really yeah. wanted to do well and I really wanted to to learn and all of the the tools that she was willing to share with me, I used. Yeah. Sure. And I, listen, I don't sugarcoat anything like, you know, because right. there's too many people that want to think that, you know, they finish and it's like, all right, well, the stuff's just to be handed to them now. And it's like, no, just because you have a demo, like, I, listen to what I'm saying. Like, I've been hustling since single digits, and that sounds ridiculous, but it's not a joke. Like, I, everything that I've ever done, I've put that, the legwork, you know, under it. And if you don't do that, like, what do you expect to have happen? You know, you have to do this. You have to be your own best advocate. Otherwise, you know, you just run in place. Yes. So. And I'm still, I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, but in this, in this case, what happened was, um, you know, I just kind of had a minute to think and, I thought, wow, I already have a book. I think it would make a great audio book, even though it was published in 2009. So I went back to the publisher and I said, listen, here's here's a deal for you. I just took voice coach classes um, and I think uh, I can do this. And I would love to narrate my own book. And I actually waived a fee to do it. Yeah. But I thought, you know, this is a good good for them, good for me. And I get experience and now I have an audio book under my belt, not to mention it's my own book, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but as an aside, you know, I hadn't read the book myself since 2009 and it's a book about taking care of babies. So I was a little worried, but as I was reading it, as we were recording and I did record in a studio, I didn't do it at my home. 
they hired a studio and I went to the studio and I, and I did it over a two day period, which, oh my gosh, we can talk about that. But <laughs> the whole, wow. The whole, um, the whole thing was done. Um, oh shoot. I forgot my train of thought. Um, uh oh the baby book so i thought oh gosh i hope this stuff is still relevant well again you know the way timing works i have a grandson who was born in august oh congratulations. thank you as i was reading i'm thinking oh my goodness thank goodness it's still relevant because taking care of babies just the, the essence of it does not change i mean right. you gadgets change the gadgets change but you know, it's the same, it's the rocking, it's the holding, it's the, you know, watching, trying to get them on a schedule. It's all the same. Yeah. So that was, that was a relief. Um, but yeah, I mean, it worked out, it worked out really well and um, I'm thrilled with it. And it was, it was definitely a bucket list item for me. And I would never have had the um, confidence to come forward to the publisher had I not had the voice, the voice coaches training. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. I mean, cause it's like, you know, you, I think, you know, even when you go and you do the demo itself, it's like when you start realizing like, Oh wait, that's, that's all I had to do. Like, Oh, this is, I can do this. Like it, it's a nice confidence boost. It, it just in that demo session. And then when you get the final product and you hear it. Um, so it's good that, yeah, it's definitely good that you had all that because I'm sure that you could have, you know, suggested the audiobook in the first place without the education, but the education under your belt gives you the, you know, the wherewithal of understanding, like I am making the right choices. Now this recording session, um, you know, these, these all happen a little differently depending on how, you, how it's done. I can understand why if, you know, the publisher is hiring a studio, they're going to want it done relatively quickly, um, you know, because they don't want to have the added expense on that. Um, so how many hours over the course of two days? Yeah. And again, you, Marissa, you, briefed me on this, that this, this is how it could happen and what to expect. And that, that was worth its weight in gold to me. It was two, it was a two day period. They were five hour sessions. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's, 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 um, you train, right? You, it's training, like you would train for anything else. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, you had said to me that, yes, your voice can kind of go on you. And yes, you need to take care of your voice and you need, you know, to bring the apples to absorb the extra moisture in your mouth and like all those things. But I, I didn't really understand until I went through it, but, you know, I would get to a point at the end of those five hours and I, I would, uh, I would be worried in my head. I don't think another thing's going to come out of my mouth. Right. And I, it was kind of a weird feeling. It's pure exhaustion after a while. I mean, listen, people hear it with me. I mean, if you go back to my initial podcast episodes when Josh was still a part of the podcast, like, I mean, I struggled hard when I first started at Voice Coaches because I went from, you know, consistent work 15, 16 years. We get into lockdown. I did nothing really for like a solid year of consistent work, you know, so like my voice that that muscle that tool was was you know underutilized and you know lost some of its consistency and then you know i i worked a very heavy overnight shift at lowe's that just made me exhausted that had me lose my voice just from pure exha exhaustion and then and then i started here and i went from barely talking to 6 hours of teaching a day to doing stuff on top of it and and 
you know, healing from a concussion at the same time. And like my, I would get to Friday morning, do a podcast with Josh. And I'm like, it's just now I can't help it. Like, <laughs> and it, it still happens, but now it's like after almost two years of that, you know, I've definitely conditioned myself. I know what helps. I work out all the time. So it's like, I'm working out and getting the blood flowing and the muscles working. And, you know, it's like, I know me, I keep the allergy pill in my body. I'm constantly drinking water. I'm trying to get enough rest, but I can, you know, I I can feel it right now. It feels like somebody's pressing against, you know, my, my esophagus. And it's really, it's been a problem. It's one of those problems that is going to get a little easier come the new year. Um, But it's, it's overuse now. Now it's complete overuse. Um, and, and I know that. And like, I I've witnessed it since about like Thanksgiving and I'm like, okay, my body's telling me I got to slow down a little bit. So I'm going to, but it's just, um, it, you've got to pay attention to those things. And like, you know, you best, I told you that, right? Like, you know, you best. So, you know, you just have to keep paying attention and listening to what your body's telling you, but yeah, training, you know, you, you think about all these athletes that go and they train for a marathon all year to get to where they are. It's like, you have to constantly be in training and practice so you can work up and condition all the muscles that are involved in this. Yes. And, and everything that, that you guys taught the clothes to wear, I mean, you think when I went through it the first time, I'm like, Oh, come on, this can't be important. Oh my gosh. Was it important yeah. because it was, you know, scratchy and that everything was coming gets picked up. Yes. Yes. And, you know, be, being comfortable how you stand and having a, little, a pencil with you to take notes and like just all, all those tips really, it, it made such a big difference. Um, but yeah, it was fun, though. I mean, and that was, you know, you have to decide whether this is something that you want to do as a career. And I think it is for me. I enjoyed it. I had so much fun. And it was, you know, when we did the demo together, Marissa, you you were in my ear. Yes. And it was the same studio, by the way, that I recorded the demo. Cool? Oh, that's it awesome. It was. Yes, because it just happens to be your satellite studio in Pennsylvania, Sweet yeah. Sweet Creek Studio. And so he was also picked up uh, to do the uh, audio book, which was awesome. great. So then I had him in my ear, which also makes a huge difference. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was really fun. It was funny. The one day when I left after the five hour session, he said, you know, um, John, he said, just don't talk for the rest of the night. Yeah. And it's so, it's such a simple thing in terms of training, in terms of keeping you being able it's to do it the hard. next day. Vocal rest is hard. <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, I had gotten to the point where in my other work, I was using the microphone button in order to, you know, um, give texts and give, you know, emails and stuff. And I'm like, I can't do that. I actually have to type. Oh, my gosh. You know, I have to save my voice. But anyway, it, it really was it was a great for me, a great opportunity to see if it's something that that brought me joy. And it really did. Oh, well, very good. So what is next here in 2023? Like, what what do you what's your plan? I'm 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 sent I did sign up with ACX on Amazon. Um I'm trying to get additional jobs and uh, I have the demo uh, website that's provided in the course as part of my claudinewalk.com website. Uh, I also do um book marketing, so I'm using what I've learned in a Substack that I that I write um 
in video and audio, and I do a podcast myself. So I'm using all the skills there, but I really would like to get uh, more jobs. And the other thing is too, just to kind of follow up with what you already have. So just, just as an example of what I did here, I asked the publisher, can I do this? They said yes, right? So I do it, then I do it, then I go back to voice coaches and say, hey, here's kind of what I did and here I am talking to you. Right, yeah, exactly. It's important. You gotta you gotta make sure people know what you're doing. You know, you gotta make sure that you open up that mouth so it can get you, you know, where you wanna be. Um, you know, it's the best advice that I can ever give anybody, you know, because, you know, with all people ask me all the time, like, how do you get the radio work that you're doing? 18 years of building relationships. Everything I'm doing currently came to me. And I yeah. I don't say that lightly because it was a lot of work to get to that point. Um, you know, now I'm going to be in the new year trying to put my own legwork in to get more, you know, but I haven't had time. So it's like, I'm thankful for what has come to me, but it was, it's been a lot of hard work for years and I make it look easy, but it's not, it's not easy. You know, when things start to look easy for somebody, it's because the hustle has already been there. Uh, and, and you can't can't wrap that around their head. Sometimes they just see easy and they think it's going to be easy for them. Like, Oh, I can do that. Yeah. But you don't have the skill yet. And you haven't put the work in to make the skill. And then you haven't put the legwork in to get the jobs, like the first job, let alone the second or third or fourth or fifth, you know? And it's like, yeah, it looks easy, but you don't see what's happening when you're not watching, Um, you know? And that's what you have to take into consideration, um, you know, because nothing in life is easy. If it were, then there would be no use for any kind of stress induced, like stress, stress preventing medications. (laughs) Let's face it. (laughs) You know, anxiety wouldn't exist. Uh. <laughs> so true. And I, I would say, you know, like you said, networking. I mean, it, I know it sounds kind of cliche and old fashioned these days, but you really, you know, whether you're publishing a book or trying to get an agent, it's the same way. It's been yeah, always it done that way. It still works, the networking. And also ask the power of what's that that quote by uh, the hockey player? You know, you, you, you increase your chances tremendously if you actually take a shot. So, right. yeah, yes. I mean, you, yeah, it's like you miss 90 percent of the shots you don't take right, right, right. or 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you, the worst somebody can say is no. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It, and like, keep me yeah. in mind. Keep me in mind. Hey, right. this is, you know, and that's why I, I went you can't use me right now, but you just never know. And I want to make sure you have this. Right. Or do you know anybody else who might? Right. When I, when I lost my um, job in 2019 for radio, my contract came to an end. They didn't um, resign, and it was really because they got rid of the position. I was doing nights in, in Boston, and uh, I don't know. They've got a lot of sports teams. <laughs> uh, they all play at night. Uh, I get it. But um, the first thing I did was I put a demo together. And next thing I did from there was I went to this list uh, for radio of and that is completely uh, wrong now because of lockdown and everything because nobody is working in the same positions anymore these days. Um, but there was like a Rolodex basically on this website of different bosses in different cities. And I went through and I found every city that I thought maybe I'd want to be in. And I emailed every single person. Now, did I hear back from everybody? No, but I heard back from quite a bit. And the most common thing was like, we don't have anything right now, but man, you're good. And I'm going to, you know, keep you in mind. And like, because I did that, I did get an interview actually in Pittsburgh. I was there. They flew me in. I, I had the interview. They hired, like they wanted to hire me right on the spot. 
And I didn't want to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's what I realized when I was there. Um, but that was that was a position that wasn't even advertised. Yep. That's exactly. why you do that. That is why you go ahead and you introduce yourself to people and you make those relationships because you never know what's happening around around you or what's about to happen. You know, so those things are very important. The networking is very important. Um, tell us again, what is the name of this book? So people can go ahead and they can find it and they can listen. Yes, it's called It Gets Easier and Other Lies We Tell New Mothers. Anywhere you listen to your audiobooks and you get them, it is being sold right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, I wish you so much luck in 2023. You don't need it. You just need to go ahead and keep hustling like you've been doing. Um, and anytime that we can be of help, like you know already, it's just an email or a phone call to Voice Coaches and we got you for life. All right. Outstanding. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold with Claudine Walk, my Substack account, claudinewalk.substack.com. Sign up for my newsletter today.